Welcome to Disney Honor Roll. I'm Chrissy. And I'm Sharon. We are two teachers who love our families, our students, and everything Disney. When we're not at school or taking care of our own children, we're dreaming of our next Disney vacation. What aspects of Disney will make our honor roll and which won't make the grade? You'll have to listen to find out. Class starts now. Welcome to Disney Honor Roll, episode number two, original recording date, December 28th, 2020. We are so glad to be back with you again today, and we will start again with our morning announcements. And my most exciting announcement is that Blizzard Beach has a reopening date of March 7th. I am very excited for that. If you know me personally, you know why. And I am just super excited to see that a water park is reopening down in Walt Disney World. Yes, you have a connection to the blizzard portion, and I have a birthday on March 7th. So this is very exciting for both of us here. (laughs) Absolutely. Another announcement is that Disney Pixar's Soul premiered on Disney Plus on Christmas Day. Now, you've seen this, correct, Chrissy? I did. I did watch it on Christmas Day. We watched it last night. It was originally supposed to open in theaters this past summer, but then the theater release date moved to November 20th. And then they decided to put it on Disney Plus instead, which has about 86 million subscribers in its first year being out. So I think that's pretty incredible for Disney Plus. I know they were trying to hit that number in about five years, I think. So Mm -hmm. the fact that they got that all in less than one year is pretty incredible. I'm sure the pandemic had a lot to do with that, but. I'm sure it did too, but it also says a lot about the type of content that Disney and its sub companies have to offer. Absolutely. I look on there and I'm amazed at the things that I see that I don't even realize that Disney has the rights to. Absolutely. Even down to Home Alone being on there. It's my kid's favorite movie now, both of them. (laughs) They always want to uh, watch Kevin, as they say. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Just this morning, we were playing Harry, Marvin, Kevin, and (laughs) they told me I was Kevin, and uh, they were... I had to like throw marbles on the floor and they pretended to fall. It was, it was really cute. <laughs> I would rather be Kevin than Marv. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Less painful. But they like pretending to be them. <laughs> Absolutely. But anyway, back to Soul. It seems that people either love it or hate it. And personally, I loved it. I loved it as well. I thought it was a really sweet message and I love music and it really struck a chord with me. I see what you did there. <laughs> um, yeah, same here. It. It was a touching story and we really liked it. And my kids will definitely appreciate it as they get older, but it really opened up a good conversation for us too. So it was, it was nice to watch it as a family. That's great. I watched it by myself because the baby was asleep. So, and he's too, (laughs) he's only two. So he's too young to really understand anything. Yeah. Uh, Another announcement is that the festival of the arts at Epcot is going to be starting on January 8th of 2021 and running until February 22nd of 2021. And the Festival of the Arts will feature incredible pieces of art, Disney artists, and great food. The food studios were just announced for the Festival of the Arts, and this means that they have different food stands in each of the World Showcase countries. So you can go around, peruse the art, enjoy special foods and drinks that they have, and just have an all-around good time. I've been there during this festival and it really is pretty cool to see everything and you get to meet the artists too. I think it would be really awesome this year if they would include some furloughed 
Disney cast members as some of the artists. That would be pretty awesome. So if you're listening, Disney executives, maybe consider that. Absolutely. And Chrissy and I are actually both part of the same Facebook group. Yeah, it's called Ear for Each Other. If you are not a member, you might want to check it out. It is a group that is a group full of furloughed cast members that can share their small businesses that they have. There's some amazing craftsmanship in this group. And we not only love to look at it, but uh, we love to give some hints to people of what we want for our birthdays or Christmases. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. I ordered a couple ornaments from a couple vendors on there. Um, One from Milan Made, which was a handcrafted ornament that looks like the name tags from Walt Disney World and it has our, our family name on it. And I saw something that I absolutely loved just today and I really, really would like it for my birthday, but I'm not really sure how to get my husband that hint that this is what I want because he's not a member of the group. So I have to figure out how to drop that big hint for him. <laughs> See, I was not subtle at all with Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I invited my husband to join the group I tagged him in a post and then sent him a screenshot of my conversation with one of the furloughed cast members that uh, showed the pricing of the objects that I wanted. And I was a very, very happy woman on Christmas morning. Sammy Jo Downing and her husband, shout out to you guys. I got my beautiful home sign that has interchangeable Mickey Mouse designs that you can put up in place of the O on the sign. So I'm very excited to hang that up in my living room. It is the cutest thing. Thank you for showing that to me. I might have to add that to my list for my birthday also. Oh, definitely. I am going to have a very merry Disney birthday. (laughs) For sure. As will I with Blizzard Beach opening up. Not that I'll be there, but what a dream. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) All right. Our next section is our progress reports. So again, we are going to share Walt Disney World's Happy New Year gift. It is a vacation promotion. So if you are interested in that, remember that the promotion starts for booking on January 5th, 2021. And this promo is when guests buying a non-discounted room and ticket package at select resorts um, for arrival on most nights between January 8th through September 25th. When you book a minimum of four nights with three-day tickets, you get to receive an additional two days of theme park tickets. Now, the number of rooms they allotted for this is limited. So if you're interested in this promotion, definitely make sure you are booking on January 5th. Now let's go to our report card. Yay, I'm so excited for this ride. (laughs) The ride today is Toy Story Midway Mania at Hollywood Studios. It opened in Walt Disney World on May 31st, 2008. So when I was doing my research for this ride, I found out that that is the same date that a Buzz Lightyear action figure launched on board Space Shuttle Flight STS-124. So a little Buzz Lightyear toy was actually launched into outer space on the same date that Toy Story Midway Mania launched in Disney World. That is so funny. I wonder if my grandfather knows that. He is a huge NASA fan. So, Bebop, if you're listening, did you know that Buzz Lightyear was launched into space? That's so cool. (laughs) 
Another little tidbit is that this is the first ride that was developed simultaneously for both Walt Disney World and Disneyland. I know that since this ride, they have done that for a few different rides, but this was the first that they had done this simultaneously. That's pretty cool. And smart on their part to do it and bang it out for both places at once. Absolutely. And it is also, like I mentioned, in Disneyland at California Adventure, and it is in Tokyo Disney Sea as well. On June 30th, 2018, Toy Story Land opened in Hollywood Studios, and they changed where the entrance is for this ride. So it was originally on the opposite side of the building, but they wanted to make the entrance obviously part of Toy Story Land. So they changed the queue and changed the entrance location. The first time that I went through the new entrance, I was so worried that the queue would have changed a lot. And I think that it did change slightly, but so much for the better because I know how much I love this queue and I was skeptical, but I shouldn't have been skeptical because I know Disney always does it right. Mm -hmm. So this ride takes that same competition of the Buzz Lightyear ride that has been in Magic Kingdom but it keeps a Toy Story theme that you can't help but love, and it makes it much more diverse with the types of games that you're playing while you're riding. Yes, and they're so much more fun, in my opinion. Yes. So when you get on the ride, you're wearing 3D glasses, and you sit in a ride vehicle with pull-string toy cannons in front of each seat. The ride brings you in front of screens where you virtually compete in different carnival games. So in my classroom, I show a series of videos occasionally they're called the science of imagineering and they are published by disney they're quite old but one of the episodes that i watch is all about the design process and they highlight the design process that they went through to create these ride vehicles for toy story mania and it's just such a cool process that they went through to figure out exactly how they wanted this to work and The fact that I can show it with my students because we learn the design process in my class, it is just so fun to watch. And the kids really enjoy it as well because most of them have had the opportunity to go to Disney World and ride this ride. That's awesome. Yeah, the the Imagineers and their their teams, they're just so incredible, truly incredible. Absolutely. So each game that you encounter in this ride has a different theme. And when the drawstring is pulled, it looks like different objects are flying out of it onto the screen to hit the targets. So when you first enter, you have a practice session, which is a pie-throwing booth. So you get to toss pies to hit a variety of targets. There are no points that you can score. So if you are an expert in this ride, you might not want to waste your energy on this first activity. (laughs) That's exactly what I have learned to do. I, I just pull it a few times so that nobody else that I'm riding with is catching on that I'm not really pulling it. Or maybe I'll, I'll pull it with my left hand instead of my right hand. So I'm tired. (laughs) I'm a little bit competitive guys. (laughs) Just a little. So the second screen is ham and eggs. It's an egg throwing game featuring ham and buttercup from toy story three. The next activity is Rex and Trixie's Dino Darts. So you're throwing darts at a variety of dinosaur-themed objects. The fourth screen that you come upon is the Green Army Men Shoot Camp. It's a baseball throw slash plate-breaking game that you can see at a classic carnival. It's pretty cool. Yes, and I just love those little army men. They're so fun. I know. They're awesome. 
The next scene is Buzz Lightyear's Flying Tossers, which is a ring toss game that you can throw rings onto different rocket ships and then they launch and there's just fun that ensues. I love when the rocket ships launch. They're fun. And then the last one that you come to is Woody's Rootin' Tootin' Shootin' Gallery. (laughs) It's a suction cup shooting game. What I love about this one is in the middle of the game, you actually start to move and you continue to shoot and aim at things as your ride vehicle moves along the screen. And then at the very end, there is a bonus where you just have to hit the target as many times as possible. Yeah, that's a lot of fun. Now, me being not an athletic person... I enjoy that you get a little break in between each of these games. So you do have a few seconds to rest your arm as you travel to the next scene. I am always stretching out my hands in between the the screens and traveling so that I can be ready to go for the next screen. Absolutely. (laughs) Um, And another fun little tidbit, there used to be a game with Bo Peep called Bo Peep's Balloon Pop, but that was replaced by Rex and Trixie when Toy Story 3 was released so that they could add some additional Toy Story 3 characters into the games. So as you go along, the score is recorded on a display screen in the ride vehicle as points are acquired. It shows a leaderboard with who's in your car, so you're competing against more than just the person next to you, because I don't know if we described this yet, but you're sitting back to back with people. Another awesome little tidbit, if you are competitive like Sharon and I are, In every single round, there are opportunities to hit specific targets that will then release more targets with higher point values. But, but we are not going to share those opportunities here so that when Chrissy and I go, we can win. So if you want to do your research, you can look them up. (laughs) But I am not sharing our secrets. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so let's talk about the different areas of this ride. Let's talk about the queue. Go ahead, Sharon. Okay, so the queue here is indoor. It has amazing theming that sets the stage that you are now a toy in Andy's room, and then you are competing with the other toys. It is absolutely one of the best queues, hands down. You can spend hours and hours looking at all of the toys and games. The ceilings are board games. There are pieces everywhere, and this is the one ride that I would spend hours in line for because not only is the ride super fun, but you have things to look at, and every time you go through, you spot something that you haven't seen before. Absolutely. So the line also features a larger-than-life Mr. Potato Head audio-animatronics figure that actually interacts with guests. So there's pre-recorded snippets of dialogue performed by Don Rickles, who voices the character in the Toy Story films. And it identifies people in the audience, which is the cue in this case. And it sings and tells jokes. And it's like Mr. Potato Head is alive and in front of you. It is so great. My son loved that part of the cue. We could not leave. And I wanted to to move on and get to the ride. He doesn't realize that there's more fun to come. The ride length is about eight minutes long, so that's a really long ride in Disney World. And the wait time is not the shortest, but it's definitely not the longest, especially now with a lot of new attractions in Hollywood Studios. Yeah, now that they opened up other attractions in Toy Story Land and other attractions throughout Hollywood Studios, this is no longer the number one ride to go to. 
Yes, there is FastPass offered typically, obviously not now during the pandemic, but FastPass is offered for this ride as well. And the wait's not terrible with everything around to distract you and you're in the air conditioning, so you're kind of more relaxed here. Yes. In May 2016, they opened up a third track to reduce the wait time even more. Which is incredible to me that they could figure out how to add a whole other track in the same area when space is at a premium in Hollywood Studios and in any theme park. So that's amazing that they could figure that out. It really is. Now, that edition of the third track was before Toy Story Land opened. So I guess they had a little bit more wiggle room back there, but it's still pretty darn cool. Definitely. So now we will come to the part of the podcast where we have to say what we would change. And this is a huge struggle. As teachers, we are used to giving constructive criticism. So we're giving it our best when it comes to Disney here. The only thing that I can think of is adding more scenes. You know, an eight-minute ride, why not make it a 12-minute ride, a 15-minute ride, add more scenes, add more games? I think my hand would get really tired, but it would totally be worth it. (laughs) Maybe that's why they made it shorter, because you just get too tired otherwise. (laughs) (laughs) But yes, I agree. There's really not much I would change, um, but why not add more? And also, I thought what would be a fun little thing, especially now with the pandemic and not being able to have direct character interactions, but as you leave through the exit, there are Kinects toys that are obviously larger than life because you're still the size of a toy. And there are also army men that are stationed. But why not have some cast members dressed as army men in those areas to kind of surprise you? Because you might think that they're just a statue and then, hey, they move. Or, hey, they talk at you. What a cool idea. Wouldn't that be fun? That's amazing. All right, Disney, let's get on that. (laughs) Yeah, and it would employ some of those furloughed cast members that we were talking about. Oh, definitely. And the army men, they're kind of already wearing a mask there. So it would be easy for them. And they can stay six feet away behind the railings and yell at people to go faster and march. I think it would be hilarious. All right, Disney, let's do this. All right, so I already said that I am a very competitive person. So obviously, I love this ride. Absolutely. I am a competitive person as well, but it pains me to say that my husband always beats me on this ride. So I need to really brush up on my plate shooting skills. My my husband would say that he always beats me, but that's not true. (laughs) I think... On our mom's trip, we'll have to ride this a good dozen times so we can perfect it. That sounds wonderful whenever we get back there. This is actually a ride that I'm always happy if my kids sit on somebody else's lap when they were babies. Because (laughs) normally, you know, you want to see their reactions and enjoy it with them. So it's like, oh, okay, my mom, you can take them this time. Or okay, grandpa, (laughs) you can take them this time. But nope, I want my hands free so that I can dominate. (laughs) Yes. When we took my son for our first trip, my husband and my father-in-law took the baby. And then I got to sit by myself on the opposite side of the ride vehicle. So I got to really focus and not be distracted by my adorable two-year-old. So the excitement of this ride is pretty amped up since in a way the ride can be different each time you ride it based off of how well you do on it with the different uh, levels, so to say, that you can unlock at each screen. Yes, definitely. It is very exciting and exhilarating. I love this one. 
And Sharon, did you know that there's a video game version of this? I did not. I didn't know either until I was doing my research for this. It released in 2009 on the Wii, and then the Xbox and PlayStation released in 2012. So I think I have some shopping to do. Some post-holiday shopping here. For sure. All right. So now let's move on to our report card itself. So our first topic is queue theming, and obviously that gets a three because it is the best queue. Queue comfort, we're also giving it a three because it's indoors, it's air conditioned, and you get that little reprieve that you need. Wait time versus ride length, we're scoring this a one. It would have been a zero, but now that more things have opened up in Hollywood Studios, the wait time has decreased for this ride. So we can give it a one this time. Mm -hmm. As far as cast members are concerned, we're giving it a two because the cast members are dressed to match the ride, but only some cast members call you toys as you go along. Others are just, you know, doing their job the way that they're supposed to. But, you know, if they took your suggestion and put those army men in, then we could definitely give this a three. That would be amazing. For ride comfort, we're scoring this a two. The only thing that would be a little uncomfortable about this ride is if you are a single parent with multiple children, then your children or child would be riding on the opposite side of the ride vehicle, so you wouldn't be able to have your eyes on them at all times. So we think as moms, that would be a little uncomfortable for us. Or not even a single parent, but if you have a family of five or seven or nine, <laughs> yes, there's going to be somebody left out since it's in pairs. Which is why my husband says we are done at two kids, but we shall see. <laughs> <laughs> um, the ride maintenance and technology, we gave this a three. It's well-maintained, doesn't really break down, technology's up to date, and it allows for changes in the technology with a very easy swap out of what's projected on the screens in front of you. Yes, just like Bo Peep's balloon pop was there one day and gone the next. Absolutely. Ride theming also gets a three. I think that is pretty self-explanatory for this ride. Mm-hmm. And then the ride extras. We gave this one a three as well because it does keep your interest peaked. It's moving along a track, but when you move to the next rides, you're kind of spinning around in circles as you go and going around sharp little turns. And it's, it's exciting. Absolutely. And there are those little secret bonus areas. If you were to hit the right targets, you get those extra points. So definitely a little bo- boost. So if you were keeping track, you would know that the total amount of points that Toy Story Midway Mania earned is 20 points, which lands it at an A. So if you were listening last week, Frozen Ever After also got an A, so we are starting off with two A's. Kind of choosing some of the best rides first. (laughs) We want to leave you with a quote of the day. And this one is going to be Toy Story themed. And this was said by Woody to Gabby Gabby in Toy Story 4. Woody says, if you sit on a shelf for the rest of your life, you'll never find out. I think that that's pretty inspirational moving into our new year. Many people will have some New Year's resolutions. So don't just sit on a shelf for the rest of your life, guys. Go find out what the world could hold. But still wear a mask and stay socially distant when you're doing that. Yes, yes. (laughs) Get off your shelf with your mask on. So thank you so much for listening to us again. Please make sure you're following us on Instagram at Disney Honor Roll. 
You can DM us there or you can email us at DisneyHonorRoll at gmail.com. If you have a question, suggestion, if you have a suggestion for what you'd like us to review in an upcoming episode, we'd love to hear from you. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See See you you real soon. soon.